And welcome to the Be Real, Get Real podcast. I am your host, Nancy Matthews, and I'm one of the founders of Women's Prosperity Network. And it is our absolute privilege to share with you the stories of some extraordinary women who are being real, getting real, and achieving real results. Today, I have the honor of introducing you to Dr. Joy Vaughn, who first became a member of our network, our community back in 2008, when we first started. So it has been a 13 year journey with this extraordinary woman who's contributed so much to the lives of others. Welcome, Dr. Joy. Ah, uh, thank you, Nancy. It is so great to be back. And particularly to be back with you after 13 years. What a, an amazing reunion, yes. It's, it, is, it is an amazing reunion, and we spent a few minutes before we got started, and uh, we haven't been in touch over the past several years. I think I actually ran into you at an event about a year ago that I was speaking yes. at yeah. with Evie, and it was like, oh, Dr. Joy. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's really good stuff, and, and Dr. Joy uh, is here today. We're going to be speaking about the art of resiliency. And let me share a little bit her, about her background and then we'll dive into the discussion. So as a native of Barbados, a recognized transformation coach and author, Dr. Joy Vaughn identifies and has you become victorious in the areas where fear, procrastination and self-sabotage have derailed your purpose and your success. And that has happened to too many of us, myself included at times for far too long, right? All it's, it's part of the human condition, but it doesn't have to remain the human condition, right? Yes. Um, yeah, for sure. So as a world traveling Nana of two, Dr. Vaughn has had successful careers in the areas of occupational therapy, business, education, and neuropsychology. She has written several books, Powerful People, Powerful Lives, How to Conquer Those Mountains of Your Life, Finding, key, finding the key to resiliency and seven secrets to reinventing her, yourself. Her books in progress are titled Clarity, The Power of Knowing What Brings You Joy and The Art of Resiliency. Phoenix is rising and that's where we're gonna go today. So Dr. Ron, let me, let me start off by asking how did this topic of resiliency become your area of expertise? Oh, thank you, Nancy, for asking that. You know, I have to look at my life. You know, every once in a while, you have to reflect. And 13 years ago, when you met me, as you know, I was just coming out of my illness and just emerging and healing and really asking God, okay, I'm here now, what's next? Mm -hmm. And it was about faith, courage, and gratitude. Those three things, three principles what was guiding me to discover what's next. Now that sounds esoterical, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what does that really look like on the court? And it's about really um, trusting um, my moment of faith, so trusting God. And then taking a step every single day with a vision and a purpose that, listen, I'm not ready to go yet. So what, what, what do we have to do? And I said, well, what do I need to do to be resilient? What does that look like? In other words, what? because things are going to come and hit you. Yeah. And I could say, 
you know, what do I, I'm going to take a step every day. And then something does come along the way and, mm -hmm. and hits you or knocks you down, or um, you don't feel like it, or you don't think you're good enough, like all that stuff. Yeah. And, and it happens to all of us, mm -hmm. but the commitment, and I put it this way, the commitment to take a licking and keep on ticking. <laughs> there it is. Right. No matter what, you know, you have to rise up from the tarmac because there's something calling you that's bigger than you that you have to fulfill. And so that's what's been, um, get, get me resilient. Yeah, yeah you know, I'm, I'm inspired to ask this question because sometimes when you do get knocked down on the tarmac and you take a licking, mm -hmm. when you, when, and I've, I've experienced this myself somewhat and also in many of the people that I've worked with and, um, you know, mental illness, depression, people reach such levels of despair that they don't know how to get back up. Like it yeah. feels like this is all there is. Mm. Mm. So how, how do we move from that place? Well, the first thing you gotta realize is what's running the show. Now depression is very real. Um, anxiety is very real. But uh, for being the brain and behavior work, it's like, which part of my brain is running the show? And there's a part of the brain called the amygdala. It's shaped like a walnut. And I always say to my clients, do not get derailed by your walnut. So what do you have to do, or who do you have to be, and be do have principle, to really say, okay, I'm here now. What do I want? And then how, do I, how am I gonna get there? What help do I need? And be committed to you. Now look, like you said, you get knocked down, you don't have to stay there. Even if you're depressed, sometimes it's a biochemical imbalance very mm -hmm. often, right? Yeah. Uh, so what do I need to do to manage that? And, and it's really a profound commitment to you that you are not going to allow whatever it is to overtake you to the point where you can't rise up. And I don't mean rise up phenomenally, but maybe do something a little bit every day, small steps. Yeah. Okay, I got out of bed today. I took a shower today. That's a major accomplishment for me in my depression, mm -hmm. right? I picked up the phone, I called someone, had a conversation, right? I went and opened the window. It's the small steps that add up. They have to say, okay, I'm successful in the small things, great. Now let's try a little bit more. And more importantly, Nancy, you cannot do this alone. Correct. You cannot well, do this alone. Well, and there, you know, so that ties into this um, challenge that many of us have mm -hmm. in asking for help. So let me rewind just a second because you shared something really powerful there, and I suspect there's going to be somebody listening to this who may be feeling that depth of despair. Mm -hmm. And, if, and if, if what you think you need to do, like you said, is, you know, you know, climb the ladder, all you need to do is take one step. And what is something that's just a little bit better than staying in bed all day? That's right. Just that's the only, you know, wherever it is that you're at, what's something that's just a little bit of an improvement? Mm -hmm. Because to, to move, you know, to go from zero to a thousand in a split second, 
you know, Maseratis can do that, <laughs> but human beings can't. <laughs> and, and that requires, a, uh, that brings into the brain a level of overwhelm. And bring it, buying into somebody else's expectations. Mm. You can't meet. Right. You know, telling, I've heard so many people, oh, why don't you just get over it? I, I'm not there. Mm-hmm. I can't just get over it. And um, sometimes, you know, people are well-meaning, but sometimes that advice can send you further back than bring you further forward. Yeah, because you, you, you're comparing yourself. Well, I sh- if they should can get up and go do all this stuff, I should be able to do that too. And now you're judging yourself and falling back into further despair. Yes, yes. And, and that's how the brain is wired, right? To take you there. But now in the override, you have to say, okay, really am I quiet? Well, because what I've learned, and you know, my journey has been, I've been there, I've been in the depression, I've been, you know, not wanting to get out of bed, can't get out of bed physically, being paralyzed, you know that. But the key is the purpose. What do you, and every disappointment is a blessing. So even in your depression, you can look at it as a blessing because you're there and take time and advantage to learn where you are, right? And what is the reason for being there? And then what can you get out of that? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. And what, what, what triggered in my mind is I heard a, a, a sermon presentation from Reverend Michael Beckwith. Mm-hmm. And he talked about asking better questions. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if you're lying in bed or you're dealing with a failure, let's say your marketing plan didn't work out the way it was, or you thought you were going to get this amount of money and you didn't, or you're like disappointments come in all different shapes. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. So what's the question that you ask yourself in the face of that moment? So if, if it let's apply it to business, if I was to, you know, have a goal to get 20 people enrolled as members and I didn't get any, or I only got two, I could ask, well, what's wrong with me? Right. So that's a disempowering question. Totally. Because there's nothing wrong with you. Right. So, uh, so an empowering question would be what, what you just said, what can I learn from this experience? Yes. And, and the other thing, Nancy, be grateful for those two people. Yes. You don't know who they are. Good point. Right? Yeah. Those two people, you make a huge difference in those two people's lives. Yeah. You make a difference. People get caught up in the numbers. Mm-hmm. Don't get caught up in the numbers. Get caught up in the quality. Oh, good. That's a, that's a tweetable moment if we were on Twitter. <laughs> Don't get caught up in the numbers, get caught up in the quality because right. the quality will always drive the, the results, the numbers, the impact. We like to yes. talk about impact here. Though. Yes. Yes. All right. Good. So, um, so the art of resiliency. So, you know, looking for some way to create some improvement, what other suggestions and, and let's face it, we need to be resilient right now, whether we're talking about the pandemic that's, that's still happening, the Mm -hmm. change in the political environment and all all of those things, the, the race issues, the social issues, like there's a lot that's happening that requires us to be resilient. Yeah. And, and the whole part of being resilient is 
see the trends and move. Ooh, tell me more. Okay, so the trend now is towards um, virtual. Mm -hmm. The trend now is towards working from home. The trend now is to work in from anywhere in the world. The trend now is to having multiple streams of income. Mm -hmm. Right? That's the trend. Yeah. Right? So what do I need to do to position myself to take, you know, advantage of this new trend? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna share my mother's advice. Plan your life in decades and reinvent yourself every five years. Mm, Most valuable advice she ever gave me. And so if you follow that, you're always ahead of the curve, no matter how much you get knocked down, because you have another five years to pull you forward. You're looking forward to that. Mm. And you know where you're going. So if things didn't work out this five years, it's not that they didn't work out, Nancy. It's that those five years you had set the stage for the next five years. That's perfect. That is absolutely perfect. And I love what you said about looking at the trends and how do you position yourself in the trend as opposed to lamenting the way it used to be. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. I, I had a wonderful opportunity. This is how the art resiliency, because um, it's going to be a book I'm writing. In 2019, I went around the world and I interviewed women from all over the world on what it is to be resilient. So I really got gleaned from them. And these were just ordinary women who thought of themselves as ordinary, mm -hmm. but they're doing extraordinary things like leading tribes and things like that. I said, well, what did it really take? Three things. Number one, faith. Number two, their children. And even their children. Their children. Mm -hmm. The legacy that they were going to leave. Yes. yes. Right? And the third, was a higher purpose and calling. Yeah. Those three things. Oh, and a good shot of rum. <laughs> well, let's get real. I love that. Hey, hey. <laughs> well, because, you know, not to get, you know, totally drunk and inebriated. No, but, but so sweet, that lifting, that, that playfulness. Yes, yes. That sounds like playfulness to me. It is, yeah. it is. And, and that's what had kept them going. Now, I'm not, we're not advocating everybody go and become alcoholics. You know, this is not where we're going with that, right? But um, there are studies that are actually link alcohol to well-being now, but in moderation. Of course. In, mo in moderation. That's not, okay, listeners, let's not go down the whole bottle of wine. Like, that's not what we're talking about. That will send you into depression because it works on the brain. Right. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Oh, wow. When is your book coming out? Um, probably next year. I'm putting it together. A lot of women. And I have to get, you know, go back and forth between the countries to, you know, um, make sure that the, the stories are um, Bible. Yeah, they approve them, yeah. you know, and all of that. So it's going to take a while, but um, I'm really, really, was really excited to talk to them. And, to, and that's the common theme, by the way which was like, wow, okay. So there is a common theme to the art of resiliency. And um, number, the, the first one though is faith. Faith and that things can get better. Absolutely. Right, absolutely. you know, 
for for those of us that have a, a higher power source, God, universe, yeah. uh, it's remembering to tap into that. And, yes. and if for some reason you can't get there or faith and, and oftentimes, you know, when devastating things happen, the question comes, why has God forsaken me? Yes. Yeah. Here's a, you know, half empty, half full, right? Nancy? Right. If you ask that question, perhaps a better question is, God, what do you want me to learn in this season? Mm, wow. So that takes us right back to the question you ask. Yes. In the moment of despair, is it disempowering? I've decided God forsake me yes. in this position or God, what do you want me to learn? From yes. Yeah. Because not now doesn't mean never. Mm -hmm. and, and if you look at it in a higher paradigm, working from your higher brain, it's like, okay, this was preparation because down the road, what you've learned now would prevent you from this, a greater disaster down the road. So learn the lesson here. I have, you know, um, disappointment is a lesson, mm -hmm. right? Things not working out is a lesson. lesson. And it all boils down to actually unfulfilled expectations. When we expect something to happen and it doesn't, then we go into despair. Mm -hmm. okay, let's shift the paradigm. We expect something to happen. It didn't happen. Thank God it didn't happen. Why? Because now I can get back and say, okay, it didn't happen now. Yeah. It won't happen later. So or there will be something better coming let along. Let me share, like you just triggered uh, um, an experience I had with that when I started my first business hmm. back in 2002. I began as a mortgage broker and I was doing real estate deals and I had a paralegal service. And then uh, somebody suggested, why don't you start a title company? You know, how to do real estate this back in mm -hmm. 2002. So I was going into partnership with a, another mortgage company that came up with this idea. And I was like, oh, that's great. We'll be partners. And it turns out that the application we filed to do it together they disqualified him. Wow. And there was some things, you know, going on in his background that I didn't know about that. And so when it, when I first is, I was like, why did this happen? I can't believe blah, 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 blah. But it was actually for my benefit. So, so if we could assume that things are always happening for our benefit, especially if we have that, like your mama said, 10 years plan for 10 years and then five years yes if we know that's where we're going and we assume however it happens is really the best for that that changes yes. how we deal with it in the present moment totally yeah. totally yeah. because it's about the journey and nancy i mean if everything went perfectly well and you had no hiccups yeah i go hmm wait for it wait for it wait for it yeah right well that's yeah. the yin and the yang absolutely everything has a front and a back and up and a down and yes. and it's how we judge what happens that determines the experience of it right and, and getting back to resiliency it's your ability to ride that roller coaster mm. that's what has to be resilient yeah. 
Beautiful. And everybody can do it, but it starts here. It really starts. Everything starts with the space between your ears. Yeah. Mm, so good. Well, Dr. Um, Bond, we could go on for hours and hours. I know. <laughs> we'll definitely have you back. Uh, shows. I so appreciate you and the, the, the love and expertise that you bring to all that you do. Uh, let our audience know how they can get in touch with you. And of course, we'll give some links for you. Yeah. Easy, but how can they get in touch with you? You can always get in touch with me at www.drjoycoaching.com. Perfect. www.drjoycoaching.com or at um, 786-209-3318 or 754-244-4241. Lots of fours. <laughs> well, I like fours. <laughs> yeah, but, but, uh, but that's how you can get in touch with me. Thank you so much for having me on. This has been amazing, Nancy. Amazing reunion, blessing. So proud of you and all the work you're doing at WPN. Love you. It's love you too. It is so good to have you back and to um, have the generosity of your knowledge and spirit that you shared with everybody today on the art of resiliency. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you everyone for tuning in for the Be Real Get Real podcast. We'll be back with another episode soon. So make sure you like, you subscribe, you do all those things that will keep you in the loop. And until next time, be real, get real and achieve real results. Bye, everybody. Bye, Dr. Joy. Bye. <laughs>